You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. New stripes, new week. It's Monday. We got new stripes. We got new uniforms. The Cincinnati Bengals unveiled their new uniforms on Monday, April 19th. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about some other things with the Cincinnati Bengals, but primarily those jerseys, what they look like, and your thoughts on them. And then, of course, we're going to do a a whip around on the AFC North news, what's going on in the NFL, all of that on the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast, Monday Water Cooler Chat. I'm Anthony Cazenza, happy to be with all of you once again. A lot to get to, a lot, a lot to get to, Uh, and an exciting day. A lot of familiar faces have been involved, both uh, with the Cincinnati Bengals organization, a lot of uh, famous fans, we'll we'll talk about that, that have been a part of all of this. But uh, before we get going with everything, we want to let you know about Symbol, this show is brought to you by symbol it is the stock market for sports uh it it allows you to trade sports teams like stocks and earn cash payouts when your teams win symbol is blended sports and the stock market to offer you a new way to invest in and profit off of your favorite teams without the high fees and high losses of usual sports gambling it's a great uh, it's, it's a great thing to begin to use if you are a big fantasy football person and you know you want to add to your fantasy sports type of slate. Go get Symbol. The web address is https colon backslash backslash symbol.app slash OBI. And when you go there and you go to that web address and you put in the promo code OBI, of course, short for Orange and Black Insider, you get a $10 deposit bonus when you sign up. The Bengals right now are at about $25 per share. So if you go in there, use the promo code, you you could you could get started with things. And who knows, the Cincinnati Bengals in just a couple of weeks may up their stock a little bit. So they that price may change here in just a little bit, depending on what they do in the draft. So go to Symbol. And uh, we're really happy to be partnering with them. It's a really fun product. Go check it out. Symbol.app. And that's S-I-M-B-U-L-L, by the way, not like other ways to spell symbol, but S-I-M-B-U-L-L-A.app slash OBI. Use the promo code OBI and get $10, a $10 deposit bonus when you sign up. Well, what do we think? Bengals unveiled new stripes, and they are looking pretty good. We're going to show a couple of those here in just a second. Um, I I personally liked what I saw on on 
Monday when it came to what the uniforms look like, the combinations that they put out. I thought it was pretty cool. The players that they had involved here are, I'm going to share my screen here for those watching either the live feed or afterward. Here is a picture of the Cincinnati Bengals. I guess we can maybe enlarge that a little bit here for you. Um, you've got Joe Burrow. You've got Joe Mixon. You've got DJ Reader. You've got Jesse Bates, Sam Hubbard, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Uh, I really, personally speaking, I really like the all black. Um, I like the white jersey, the one that Joe Mixon's wearing there, the white jersey with the with the black pants. I think that's a cool mix. Um, but as they, they pretty much were the ones that we saw that were leaked, um, I guess, through an eBay, you know, an eBay link or what have you. They, they are pretty similar, but they look a lot better, obviously, on and in <laughs> professional photos and whatnot. Um, very, very cool. Joe Burrow was part of an interesting picture, too. He, he took a picture on this Bengals throne, I think, and they, you saw the big scar on his knee. So go, you know, uh, that's an interesting picture, but... <laughs> At any rate, these are the jerseys, and and they're pretty clean. They are a bit more basic, but I think that's what a lot of people wanted, including myself. You know, if you look down, especially if you look at Jesse Bates there on, it would be my right, maybe your left. Um, you know, under his arms, you know, the old jerseys, the, the, the ones that were created in 2004, the old jerseys had kind of different coloring under the arms and and all of that. So, um, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a more straight basic look back to basics, but I think it looks really good with the helmets. The lettering, um, the, the number font rather is a little different, but again, they are kind of what they were leaked, but they look a lot better when they are in uh, on a player, you know, and, and basically photographed more professionally. They look a lot better than some of the leaked photos, but I think a lot of people are pleased with what these uniforms look like, the combinations that are there. Um, pretty, pretty cool shot there. And they, they kind of teased us for the last couple of weeks, really uh, in terms of what, uh, you know, what, what these things are going to look like, what to expect. You know, there was a little video teaser, um, about those guys going into that, where they did the photo shoot with all of those. So, um, pretty cool deal there. Here is just, if you're kind of wondering a little bit of the difference, this is from Bengals, their Twitter account as well. Um, you can see the nameplate, uh, you know, what they did there, that they did add a Paul Brown signature uh, inside the, I believe it's inside the, the collar there. Um, the pant designs, I thought this was really cool on the white pants too. The the orange striping, how they did that, a um, little bit of, of subtle look there, but um, I, I really like what that looks like there on the, on the, on the pant striping. And then of course you see the, the ridged numbers, um, sharp angles to mimic the design of Paul Brown Stadium and the claw marks of a bangle. So really, uh, you know, a lot of attention to detail on these. I think if you were to ask, I mean, if you were to ask the vast majority of Bengal fans, I think they're pretty happy with the look of these. Again, I really like this white jersey on the black pants combo. I don't know how how often they will use that, but I, I thought that was a really, really cool touch. The orange looks pretty sharp. Again, without if you look here, there's not the um, the extra coloring under the arms. And then, of course, you know, the, the the traditional black on white pants, that's pretty cool, too. So the numbers are different. The striping on the pants is a bit different. The number font's different. And, you know, there's a couple of cool little touches like the Paul Brown's uh, signature and, and all of that. So uh, I thought this was a cool tweet because it kind of shows a little bit of what the changes were that they did. And then of course you look at the shoulder striping as well. They've been teasing that one. That's, that's obviously something that 
is a little bit different too. So um, there are no no numbers it looks like or anything you know a, a tiger head or a leaping tiger or any of those some of those other mockups we've seen from from some great graphic artists out there. there that, there's none of that. There's just the the striping and then the Nike swoosh there, but very clean and and pretty basic there. I thought they did a good job, and the and the social media team for the Cincinnati Bengals did a a bang up job as well in terms of promoting this, teasing it and kind of getting fans hyped up about it. I thought, I thought that was, that was really cool. So uh, yeah, Dave Lennox, I want that throne. Yeah. That's a pretty cool, pretty cool throne. I, I don't know who made that for him, but really neat. I, I'm going to share some things from the fan side, the, the, the media side of things. My co-host, my usual co-host, John Sheeran was actually on site uh, for the festivities this morning. And I, I think through the weekend as well, but this is uh, a close-up picture he was able to take of uh, you know the the mannequins they've got there. I believe this may have been in the pro shop. I'm not exactly sure, but you can see here he says how the orange stripe worked well with the stripes on the jersey. The black white combo works so well now, and the creamsicles have a newer flash. So yeah, I mean that's again if if you look there, um, the pants on the white pants, the the striping there I thought was really neat. And then, of course, you can go back here and then you see just the, the orange on the jersey pops more, I think. The, uh, the orange jersey just pops more because there's less. It's basically, you know, three colors and it's it's orange. I mean, it is like mostly orange, whereas the, the old version, the ones that came out in 2004 of the orange jerseys, they had, you know, the white down the sides and there was just a little more wild. And I think the orange... Um, the orange blends really well with the pants and works well with the helmets. I think it's just a really good, clean look. Um, I, I know it's it's a bit basic, but it is um, you know kind of kind of what they it's kind of back to basics, and they've they've told us that they were going to do that. I'm going to share some more pictures here. Here's another one from uh, my colleague John Sheeran. Um, the removal of the white sighting on on the black on black. So again, you're if you're seeing my mouse cursor here. Um, this, that's what I'm kind of talking about the, uh, you know, under the, the arms here, it just, it, you know, when you go black on, on black and you don't have the, the extra stuff going on underneath kind of to the side of the, the Jersey number, it just makes it look a lot cleaner. So, uh, and then you see the, the stripes and the, the striping on the shoulders. So good stuff, good stuff there. And, uh, I know John will have a lot to tell us about his experience in uh, on our on our show this week, so looking forward to that. Going to share a little bit more. This here's a couple from Bengal Jim, good friend of our program, and uh, does a great great program of his own as well. This was uh, this is on his Twitter account. You can see here here is the signature, the Paul Brown signature in the collar that I mentioned. Really really cool touch. Really cool touch. I know it's subtle. I know it's not overly obvious. But it's just a really cool touch. And I think the Bengals and their the organization, Elizabeth Blackburn, the Blackburn family, the Brown family, they did a really, really good job this entire offseason of kind of hearkening back to, you know, their traditions, who they are, the roots of the organization. And that obviously begins with Paul Brown, begins and ends with Paul Brown, really. But, um, you know, it, you've got the Paul Brown signature stitched into the collar. I think that's a really, really cool touch in the, on this white Jersey here. Um, so a, a good shot by, by Jim showing the, the collar on the white Jersey there. And then of course we'd be remiss. There's a, there's a really, really cool picture by, um, by Bengal Jim. It's on his Twitter account. 
this was a group of Bengals super fans here that were hitting the town in Cincinnati. A lot of a lot of familiar faces, including Cincy Jungle Zone, Zim Hude of the Orange is the New Black podcast. Uh, you see the Bangalorean there, Bangal Jim, a lot of familiar faces. They were all hanging out, and they all got to be part of the festivities as well this morning. Um, and I, I think they'll all have some specific experiences that they will share through their social media accounts and whatnot. But a, a great group of people here, a cool picture. Obviously, you got the stadium in the background there. Really, really cool. So um, I know they all had a great experience. Good to, good to see a lot of friends of our show and of Cincy Jungle on this in, in this picture here. Really, really cool. I thought, I thought that was a neat thing that came through late last night. I guess they had a little fun, but they were able to still make it bright-eyed, bushy-tailed on Monday morning to, the, to all the festivities and get through all of that. Um, we're going to keep going on here. Uh, I'm Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider. This is the Water Cooler Chat. We're mo- mo- primarily going to be talking about the jerseys today. Going to be hanging out for just a w- little while longer. Um, but, <clears throat> you know, a lot, a lot of uh, – you could say there's a lot of news with the Cincinnati Bengals, but really it's all about the jerseys today. So that's what we're primarily going to be talking about and sharing some cool photos and experiences by some folks who were there some folks within the organization and whatnot, just uh, showing you pictures. I'm seeing, uh, I, I'm going to play a couple of comments here. Peter Nefis says, I like the Nike swoosh um, kind of being another stripe. Uh, yeah. Stephen McCoy, I guess Elizabeth Blackburn made this announcement. You know, I think some people kind of said, you know, what about the old school Bengals lettering helmet, the, the Ken Anderson era and be, before even Ken Anderson, the, the original, you know, what about that? And I guess the NFL is only allowing one helmet per team per, per Elizabeth Blackburn. So that's why they didn't uh, do that. Junior, Junior Lee says, I love them. They did an amazing job. Uh, so, you know, Derek Rokos says they're fantastic. Uh You've got some other folks that are maybe not so high on it, but uh, you know, hey, I, I think I think they did a pretty good job, and it's been a it's been a really active off season for the Cincinnati Bengals in terms of not only getting the not only getting the new jerseys here, they have the number five overall pick, but also the the Ring of Honor announcement. And it all, like I said, it all kind of ties back to a going back to the roots of the organization, the traditions of the organization, honoring the right people. And I think it's a really good and strategic move by the organization to do this. Good morning, football. Very uh, popular program on the NFL Network. Kyle Brandt is one of the hosts and he is rocking one on air. I suppose I didn't actually see it. Uh, I didn't see the episode, but I did see this on Twitter on his Twitter account. And he says, it fits me like a, like a sports bra. Um, Kyle Brandt's a, a workout fiend. So maybe that has something to do with it. Maybe he just got a, a size medium when he should have got, got a little, uh, <laughs> got a little higher up on the size chart, but uh, either way, Cool to see someone representing on the national uh, on the national programs there, showing off the new jersey. Here is this was also a cool touch again, going back to the traditions and all of that. They some people had said, "Why was Ocho Cinco? Why was Chad Johnson in Cincinnati a few days ago?" A lot of a lot of us follow him on social media and whatnot, and he was shown flying to Cincinnati and walking around town. Some people met him. 
he was part of the the jersey release. He was part of the the photo shoot and whatnot. One of the most popular players, if not the most popular player, at least in the recent era of Cincinnati Bengals players. And you know, he's showing it off. He's rocking the orange one. I think that is a really really clean, <laughs> really cool look with the black pants. Um, good good stuff. And there's some really cool photos of him uh, smoking a cigar and trying on the jersey and whatnot. So very very cool. Uh, and and this is on the Bengals.com website. You can check out all the photos. They, they showed Tyler Boyd, Sam Harvard, Joe Burrow, all the guys that were shown in that previous photo shoot. All of them were are, are showcased on the website, showing off the new jerseys there. But I thought this was really cool. Again, bringing back an incredibly popular figure. And even though he hasn't played for the team in basically over a decade, they've they, they brought him back and had him rock a jersey. And uh, I, I, I still wish it was Johnson instead of Ocho Cinco, but that's okay. We'll, we'll let Chad do his thing. And uh, but really, really clean look there. I thought that was really cool and really good move by the organization to bring back a, a, a popular figure. There was a video on, and this article is on CincyJungle.com. There was a video put out by the organization, kind of when they brought in the players a few days ago to show them the, and have them try on obviously the, um, the jerseys and whatnot, but they called it quote, unbelievable, uh, unbelievable. They're futuristic, a new glow for the new us said Tyler Boyd when he was interviewed. Um, and then Joe Burrow says the guys that are here are the kind of people that are going to take this organization to where we want to go along with Zach Taylor and ownership. I think we're the future. I think it's going to be a fun ride. Um, I, I not sure if he's specifically talking about the small handful of people, DJ reader, Jesse Bates, Tyler Boyd, Sam Hubbard, T Higgins and himself, uh, in that photo shoot. Uh, or if he's just kind of talking about the guys they have in the locker room, maybe both, I don't know, but Joe Mixon, obviously another one. So, uh, Joe Mixon called him their fire. That means they're fresh. I love the font. My favorite thing is the signature on the back. Me and Joe simpatico there. I like it. Uh, but they are all real big fans of the jerseys, the guys that were trying it on. So, yeah, Rob Crute says Chad looks Chad looks awesome. Yeah, that was it was a cool. It was a cool look. Yeah. So the, here's another one. John Casada says here. Um, I wonder this too. CBS Sports said orange was the new home. So yeah, it sounded. I, I saw a tweet as well that was sent my way, and it was from CBS Sports that said that orange was going to be their new primary jerseys that they were going to wear. And it doesn't now. Now we don't know if that's really going to be the case. It sounds now that black is still going to be kind of their primary home jersey. I think. But the thing is, I think they're going to alternate a lot. And I think that's why they've showcased all three options and the differing pant options with those jerseys. Uh, I think that's why they've showcased all of those to really say, Hey, you know, these are, we've got a lot of different options. We're going to kind of make this cool. I think at least there was nine, um, nine different Jersey options, 11 different Jersey options or uniform options, I should say. So pretty cool. Pretty cool. And, you know, you don't want <laughs> you don't want the Oregon Ducks situation where you've got, you know, 900 different uniform combinations, but it is good to have some options and, and all of that. And I think, you know, the white on white may be their color rush. I don't I don't know, but uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they kind of mix all of that, all that going. So, uh, yeah, John, John Lee, the orange with the black stripes. Yeah, I like that uh, on Twitter, the the Cadmeister. 
unis are great, clean, simple, connected. Love them. So, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of good vibes from Bengals fans and good feedback from them, positive feedback. And it was cool to see the organization not only get the players involved, but a lot of uh, fans, prominent fans, have them be involved as well. Really, really cool. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're going to move on and transition a little bit out of the jerseys, but if you still want to chat amongst yourselves in the live Facebook chat, the live Twitter chats, live YouTube chat, whatever, if you want to, uh, if you if you want to chat about them, hey, that's what we're here for. We're here to talk. Hopefully, you're listening to me and watching what I'm putting up there. But if you want to talk amongst yourselves, that's cool too. I'm all good with it. So happy to be with all of you. We've got a lot of people joining us a little earlier than usual on Monday in the water cooler chat on the Orange and Black Insider. But Happy to have all of you with us. We're going to be hanging here for just a few more minutes. We got a lot of Jersey talk going on and uh, a little bit more. We're going to start transitioning a little bit in just a second to the AFC North. But this one, in case you had not seen, uh, we do a little mock draft Monday with it, with the draft just under two weeks away. This is on CincyJungle.com. It's from the NFL Network. So Bucky Brooks and Cynthia Freeland teamed up to do, I think, the first three picks for the Bengals, rounds one through three. And they went a really interesting route for them. And I think, I don't know that a lot of people felt, uh, and these are two knowledgeable people, obviously, but I feel like they just kind of went best player available. And I think a lot of people, it didn't really, I guess, resonate with a lot of Bengals fans, at least by the comments that I've seen in regards to this, but I think they kind of just went best player available, which this, that may be what the Bengals do overall. Now I don't, I think we are, we're all resigned to the fact that Kyle Pitts probably won't be the pick. I think round one, even though the good news is they will be picking the best player available if they stick at five. Um, and since they don't need a quarterback, they're able to pick the best player, not non quarterback in the draft. That could be in their book. It could be Kyle Pitts. I think based on everything we've been hearing, it sounds like they view that person to be Jamar Chase. Um, and then, you know, obviously Panay Sewell's in that conversation as well. But it sounds like that first pick is going to be Jamar Chase, at least as we sit here now. Not not totally sure things could change, but 
They went round one, Kyle Pitts. Round two, Jason Owe, a talented edge defender from Penn State. And then round three, they went Jamar Johnson. This one was was interesting, a safety out of Indiana. Now that one, to me, I just, again, that would be kind of either number one, you're thinking you can't, you can't really re-sign Jesse Bates for some reason. If they did go this route, that you're not able to extend him. Um, or, you know, you just want to have a lot of defensive backs on the field. Remember, they they signed uh, Ricardo Allen as well. So they've got Von Bell. They've got Ricardo Allen, kind of a versatile swing guy. He could play a little slot corner, has been a safety as well. And then, of course, you've got Bates. So, yes, Sean William exited, but uh, this would be an interesting pick if the Bengals decided to go safety in round three. But um, I don't necessarily see that. I think you're going to see an offensive lineman somewhere within these first three picks. I think you have to go that way unless there is a major run of them before they get on the clock. But the interesting three picks, again, Kyle Pitts out of Florida, the, t- the tight end, I, I call him a flex, but uh, tight end technically out of Florida, Jason Oway, the edge defender out of Penn State, and Jamar Johnson, the safety out of Indiana, were the three picks by NFL Network's Bucky Brooks and Cynthia Freeland. Uh, so pretty, pretty interesting there. Not much to share on the Baltimore Raven front. Well, I take that back. There is, there is, and there isn't. So we're going to tie just quickly. There was, they did have, so if you go to their Twitter account, they've got a lot of different tweets with uh, a pre-draft conference with the figureheads, John Harbaugh and the like, we're all talking about the direction that they were going to do. You see quote, there's a lot of work to be done. We'll build the best team we can in September. So, um, you know, you've, you, you see, there's a lot of string of, of short videos for them. I'm not going to play them all, but if you go to their Twitter account, you can find a lot of different videos of their, of their press conference, both from, you know, within the organization, the head coach and whatnot. Now, what they are doing, and this ties in a little bit of Steelers news as well, in case you had not heard, the and this may go alongside with the Orlando Brown saga that's been happening in Baltimore. If you if you remember that, he's uh, you know a few years into the league, the Bengals were potentially interested in him, but he has been a right tackle filled in at left tackle last year, and now he wants to play left tackle or be traded. And so now you've got an interesting piece of free agent news per Ian Rappaport's Twitter account. The Steelers, uh, former Steeler, Alejandro Villanueva, their longtime left tackle, is set to visit the Ravens this week. Um, So there's, you know, a, a lot of different stuff going on with the Baltimore offensive line. And Villanueva could be on his way to a division rival. So that is... Uh, interesting. That came through the wire a little bit earlier this morning. Um, so we'll see what happens there. That was a guy, maybe some some Bengals fans thought that he could be a stopgap guy or what have you. They went with Riley Reef instead. And then obviously they're going to go the draft route. They did get Quentin Spain, but that's an interior guy. Um, so interesting to see what happens. Villanueva was a was a really good player for for quite a long time. Started late because um, you know he is a, a military veteran. Started a little later in his career, but ended up being a very effective tackle for Pittsburgh. And then last year, Pittsburgh's offensive line was kind of a mess, which is uncharacteristic for the Steelers. Um, And he did not play really up to snuff, getting up there in age a little bit as well, but could be a, a nice piece, a nice supplemental piece for the Baltimore Ravens and their offensive line. So we'll see what happens there, but interesting news on that front. And then if you'd missed this one, so... The Cleveland Browns, they make a big splash by signing Jadavian Clowney, but then they kind of, they take, you know, 
three steps forward, two steps back, I guess. I don't know. Um, Browns have released Sheldon Richardson, who is due more than $12 million. This was a couple of days ago. Um, so they brought in Clowney and cut Richardson. I, I kind of had thought maybe that you would want all of those guys kind of together, really create a formidable front or recreate a formidable front. But unfortunately that does not seem to be the case. Sheldon Richardson was released by Cleveland and Clowney is with the Bengals, uh, the Browns rather now. And we'll, so we'll see what, what Cleveland does there. We'll see where some of these, there's been a couple of, um, a couple of talented interior defensive linemen who have been hitting the open market there. Uh, Richardson being one. And then of course you got Maurice Hurst. We'll see what happens over the next handful of days. Maybe a team signs these guys to, uh, you know, before the draft to really kind of open more options up. I think Bengals fans really would like to see maybe one of those guys land with the Bengals. And then that opens up a little bit more best player available option for them if they indeed go that route. So, uh, but interesting news for the Browns, a little bit unexpected, I guess, for those maybe not, you know, watching Browns news all day, every day, <laughs> but they do, uh, he was due with $12 million. So that is a sizable, sizable cap hit that was due there. There is, we'll continue on with mock draft Monday here. This is on NFL.com. Charlie Casserly, former NFL front office guy, a long time uh, NFL analyst, NFL network analyst, NFL.com analyst. Uh, he used to work with, I believe the, Washington football team and their previous team name and, and some other teams, but he's got kind of along the same lines, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Kyle Pitts. He does have the Bengals taking Panay Sewell. Um, so he has the Bengals taking Panay Sewell at number five overall in his second edition of the mock draft. You can find that on NFL.com. Not <laughs> he, he just pretty simple with the Bengals pick here. This pick is all about protecting Joe Burrow. Okay. Well, that's about all the explanation that's needed there, I guess. <laughs> uh, so the other thing with, with workouts with college uh, college players this year, without a combine, some of these guys, particularly the quarterbacks are doing two pro days. Uh, Fields out of Ohio State did it, and now Trey Lance. Now, I think this is a, an important one for Lance because he didn't play uh, last year. So this is this is something that um, you know I, I think is is important for him. And he, it's kind of you know, is a team going to leapfrog up? He still could be a guy if he's sitting there at number five. The Bengals could be getting a lot of phone calls to get this kid. So um, you know, they could be enticed with a trade. I, I think the the Bengals would probably want to. Uh, they'll probably stay put and take Jamar Chase there. But if they have their pick of potentially Sewell, Chase, and Pitts, if all those guys are there, um, I don't know how that would necessarily work if Trey Lance hasn't been picked. But regardless, if they have their pick, they may be inclined to move back a couple of picks, get more, and still be able to grab one of those guys. So uh, probably not going to happen, but we'll see. Uh, but you see here he's he's holding his second pro day today which is monday um so you know they're they're a lot of the 49ers constituents are supposed to be there and uh falcons as well are, are sending a lot of people there potentially getting a matt ryan uh era parent for the quarterback position so a lot of people will be there but again another quarterback doing a second pro day workout uh that will be probably heavily scrutinized i would think by a lot of different a lot of different organizations this one was just kind of fun. 
because if you remember, uh, the Bengals grabbed a tight end slash wide receiver out of Germany, Moritz Boehringer, a few, a few years back um, from the International Pathway Program. The Giants signed running back Sandro Platzgummer, uh from, I think he's from Austria. And uh, yeah, Austrian football. Yeah. So uh, it really interesting. I, you know, it, you always kind of root for these guys. They, they sometimes are from countries where American football is not the most prominent sport, but um, there are some very talented players and guys that get involved in that sport. So the Giants sign a running back, Sandro Platzgummer from the International Player Pathway Program. Pretty cool stuff. And we'll see what happens with him going forward. Sadly, I guess we can end on a, a little bit of a somber note. Uh, Alex Smith, former 49ers quarterback, uh, Washington quarterback, Kansas City quarterback. He is calling it quits after a 16-year career. Um, I think he won the NFL Comeback Player of the Year award last year after the horrific, horrific leg injury that he suffered. Um, that Go go see the ESPN um, documentary on that that was that was gruesome and his recovery and what he did to come back was pretty incredible so uh, you know he was released by Washington I think he was a little bit taken aback by that uh, and he wanted to see you know potentially land elsewhere I think unfortunately maybe the options were limited and uh, you know there's just there wasn't maybe a lot of interest and or a situation that allowed him to do what he wanted to do, maybe compete for a starting spot that he felt that he could do. And, you know, after 16 years and that gruesome injury, I think he's probably saying, you know what, I, th I think I'm done. Spend some time with family um, and, and go that route. Next phase of life, right? So Alex Smith is calling it quits after 16 years in the NFL. That was also a guy that I think some Bengals fans were saying, Hey, you know, why not, why not come here for a backup quarterback option veteran guy to teach Joe Burrow some things. Um, you know, there's some, uh, you know, a lot of parallels and similarities, I guess, to their, to their NFL careers in that they were, you know, former top picks and all of that. So didn't happen though. Alex Smith's calling it quits. And so another veteran quarterback is out of the mix for a lot of teams. I think that's going to do it for us. We've been going a little longer on these and there are, were probably some other Bengals news tidbits that we could get to, but we wanted to primarily make this about the Jersey leaks and it was a good one. Good, good jerseys. Good job by the Cincinnati Bengals. And they, you know, the, the social media team did a great job. They have embraced the fan feedback and uh, fan experience with that. So, Good job by them. A lot of cool stuff. Go get uh, all this stuff is available. I guess uh, plug to NFL shop, Bengals pro shop, fanatics, whatever. Uh, go get them. They're they're available now for purchase and you can get a lot of different ones. I haven't looked to see yet. Maybe there is one that you can customize. I may go a little wacky with one that I get. I'm either an off the radar player or, you know, someone from yesteryear in the New Jersey. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but at any rate that, uh, Go, go get them. Go get them. They're, they're available for purchase now, and they look pretty clean, as you could see from some of the pictures I showed you and all of the pictures on Twitter and whatnot. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in on Monday. We're going to be doing a little bit of a different day and time to be determined with this week's. We got a, a couple of 
other things going on, personally speaking, for our usual Wednesday night show. But we will be doing that, and we'll be getting to you in terms of letting you know what day and time and all that stuff. But it shouldn't be too big of a change. But just keep that in mind if you'd like to join us live or what have you. Otherwise, get this show and all of the podcasts on the Cincy Jungle Podcast channel on your favorite audio streamer. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. We appreciate all of the support. Have a great week. Go get your jerseys, and we'll see you next time.